are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. My daughter Annette is with me again today, and we're going to talk about something I call the eyebrow-raising series. <laughs> we're talking about the world that was on today's broadcast. Now, somebody might say, well, what in the world are you talking about? The world that was. Well, let me read you a passage here right quickly. It says in the third chapter of Second Peter, it says this, Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust, saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. Now, there's a lot of people say that. Well, the world's going on just like it was from the beginning of creation. When you read Genesis 1, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. didn't say when the beginning was. Most people believe it was 6,000 years ago. And this is where the rub comes in because you remember in Little Rock, Arkansas in the 80s, mid-80s, somewhere along there, they had a what they called a science creation trial. The people that didn't believe in the Darwin theory was trying to get them to teach the creationists in the schools, and so they had a trial about it. And I listened to that, and you listened to it too, and you know I decided that the creationists were just about as wrong as the Darwin theory because they kept saying, well, the Bible says it's only 6,000 years old. But the Bible teaches different from that. It doesn't tell you how old it is. It could be millions of years old, billions of years old. In the beginning, God created. It didn't say when the beginning was. And then it says the earth was void without form. And that's where we pick up on it today. I want to read Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now, if you come down just a few verses here, and it says, God called the dry land earth. <laughs> when he got rid of the water, he called the dry land earth. Now, the very fact that it's called earth, it means God created the heavens and the earth as dry land. He created it that way. Where does water come from? There's a flood before Noah's flood that destroyed the world that then was totally eliminated from the face of the earth, that whole world system. Destroyed all the trees, destroyed all the fish, destroyed everything that had been created because Satan was in rule of that planet. He was the anointed cherub and he fell and became Satan. And there was a destruction that happened to this earth that literally turned inside out and destroyed that whole thing. Now when it says the earth was without form and void, when it says was there, the word was is almost always translated became void. Wasn't created that way, and the scriptures tell us, Jeremiah tells us it wasn't created void. Then how did it become void? This is what they call, I guess, the gap theory. There's a gap between the beginning, then here the earth is flooded. Well, earth means dry land. You can't have dry land if it's flooded. So then there was a catastrophic event that took place back when that world was destroyed. It's called the world that was. Peter talks about that. But when you follow this in the Genesis account, 
it says everything produced after its kind. And it's important to know that what God has done here is he stopped this thing that Satan had going. See, that world was ruled by angels. But this world is not ruled by angels. And when we see what Peter says about it, we go over here then to Second Peter chapter 3. And he says this, For this they're willingly ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was, being overflowed with water, perished. But the heavens and earth which are now, by the same word, are kept in store, reserved in the fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. The world that then was couldn't be the world that now is, or they wouldn't have said it was the world that then was. The whole system was destroyed. All the trees, all the fish, all the animals, but not in Noah's flood. So this brings up some interesting things. Well, it really does because it becomes very apparent that the word there in the Hebrew, when it says, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. Well, yes, he did. But that word there in the Hebrew, I've looked it up, and it really does indicate became, and the earth became without form and void. So it is very indicative of some cataclysmic, catastrophic thing that happened on this planet that rendered it totally uninhabitable. And I think that's also very clear when you go to verse 28 of chapter 1, and when it's talking about God created man, it says, And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth. Now, you can't replenish something unless it was first plenished, and then it all disappeared. And so it indicates that there was something that just totally wiped everything off of the earth to where this planet was void. Now, like what you said that raises the eyebrows about this whole thing, is that so-called Christians believe that if you're going to believe the Bible, you must believe the earth is only 6,000 years old. And that's just not so, because... There is obviously a gap. Now, why don't we have any information about what happened between verse 1 and verse 2? Well, we do have. You're giving some of the scriptures about what happened. Lucifer ruled. God wiped it out. It was completely annihilated. But we don't have the whole story. There's probably books and books of information about what took place on this planet between verse 1 and 2. We just don't have the complete picture But we are given, like in Peter, information that tells us that the world that was perished, but this system is a completely different one. It's very evident when you study the scriptures in Genesis, you find that God said, let us make man in our image and our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, the cattle over all the earth. Psalms 8 says over all the work of his hands. So God gave mankind dominion over this planet. The world it was was ruled by angels. And in the book of Hebrews it says the world to come is not in subjection to angels. Angels don't rule this world. The angels rule that world. But when the anointed cherub fell, you have to realize that when you get into the third chapter here of Genesis, that Adam and Eve, when they were created and put in the garden, Satan had already been cast out of heaven. And he showed up on the earth. The scripture said he'd already ruled over nations. 
And we'll get into that in a little bit. Well, the question is where the, nation, where the nations come from yeah, that he ruled the over. Nations and, it wasn't 6,000 years ago. And he said, I'll exalt my throne above the stars of God, the clouds of heaven. Well, the clouds were there, the stars were there. But he come down to the earth, he's cast out of heaven. Now, you can read about it in the 12th chapter of Revelation. And most people get confused because the 12th chapter of Revelation is an informational chapter. It's not in sequence of the way things happen. And it says he was cast down and that now is salvation come. Well, salvation has already come, right? And people say that's a future event. It's going to happen before the tribulation's over or something. No, it's already happened because salvation came. But when you study this, you find out that here's Adam and Eve. They bowed their knee to Satan and listened to him, allowed him to influence them. Therefore... This is a recreation or refurbishing of the earth that once was inhabited but has been destroyed. Now, we had one of our magazines we put out, you know, Concepts of Faith years ago. We had a picture of this world sitting in a chair and had his legs crossed, big old fat world, you know, and there was a scientist with a microscope, I mean, not a microscope, but a big magnifying glass looking at it and interviewing it. And the world said, well, actually, I'm quite old, but I had a facelift about 6,000 years ago. <laughs> and that's actually what happened. When you mm -hmm. study the Bible, that's what it teaches. But now, like I say, if you don't study it from that angle, you'll never notice it. And when people say, well, you know, this creation has kept saying, well, the world is just only 6,000 years old. Well, they have rocks and things and ways they can measure it. Scientists are not that stupid. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is no real conflict between the Word of God and real science right. or the real Word of God and science because it proves that Satan ruled over this planet. After he fell, he ruled over it. He had it in such a mess that it was totally destroyed. And where did the dinosaurs come from? They terrorized the earth. And man-eating animals, big as a barn. Saber-toothed tigers. It's a perversion. Satan perverted the things that God created. And it was totally all destroyed. And you come up with this revelation here that's hard for somebody to get hold of it if they haven't studied it. Let me show you a few of the things right here in the notes. It says... In Lucifer's flood, earth was made waste. In Noah's flood, earth was not made waste. The trees were still there. The fish were still there. That flood was survivable. It was survived by Noah and other animals. That's it. And in Lucifer's flood, the earth was made empty. In Noah's flood, was not made empty. It's amazing when you... Uh, Turn over there to Jeremiah, the fourth chapter, in the 23rd verse, where it talks about no light, because in Lucifer's flood, no light from heaven, and in Noah's flood, there was light from heaven. Genesis 8, 6 through 22. Well, here Jeremiah 4, 23, it says, I beheld the earth, and lo, it was without form, and void, and the heavens, and they had no light. Yeah. And then there's another place in Isaiah that says God did not create the earth void. Mm -hmm. He created it to be inhabited. So how did it become void? It's between Genesis 1, 1 and 1, 2 where the earth was covered with water because the very fact that he called it earth means dry land, it wasn't covered with water. But in verse 2, it was covered with water. 
and the Spirit of God brooded over it. And then God said, let there be light. So we call light out of darkness. There was no light from heaven on that destroyed earth, the world that was. <laughs> Glory sure. to God. Well, we're out of time. My, my, my. Where does time go? We have an offer today that I believe will be a blessing to you. Yes, I would highly suggest this two-CD series called The World That Was. It's offer number 2225, $12 plus $4 postage and handling. Our toll-free number is one 877 396-9400 or you can go to our website www.charlescaps.com This is one of the most interesting teachings that I've ever heard and I think it'll shed a lot of light for lots of people. So this has been a good series today. A good series and I'm telling you, you need to get a hold of this series because we cover a lot of things that we haven't covered here and you know it never turns out the same anyway but uh, when you realize that this earth could be millions of years old. And, you know, scientists, they're not as dumb as some folks think they are, you know. But if you study the Bible, you find out that the earth is millions or billions of years old. There's a lot of things that we have assumed, you know, that it's just 6,000 years old. But it had a facelift about 6,000 years. And that's, that's why they come up with this. It's the reforming the earth and replenishing the earth. And I'll tell you, this... We'll cover a lot of things in the CD series that we haven't had time to cover here. So get that, and it'll be a blessing to you. Now, until Monday, this is Charles and Annette Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.